0: Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I'm your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super awesome, special, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We're both dental assistants in the world who maybe aren't experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online, and we're looking at posts from other dental assistants in these Facebook groups that are dealing with situations, whether it be with coworkers, with their dentists, with just our career field in general, we're dissecting them, pulling out those pearls, and helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. This week's podcast is sponsored by Zen Supplies. Since the inception of Zen Supplies, they have worked extremely hard to bring complete transparency to all of your dental purchases. Now, this company is, and the, their platform is amazing for you dental assistants out there that are in charge of ordering supplies. I know firsthand how hard it is to have to go to your Burkhart catalog and then, oh, wait, Henry Schein carries this. Oh, wait, wait, I got to go now and pull up my uh, my Patterson catalog like it is exhausting. So what they've done is they've created a platform that has all the supplies, no matter who their distributor is in one place. You can see. The prices and you can kind of, it's almost like, <laughs> it's almost like Amazon for dental products. It's pretty amazing. They strongly believe that dental professionals deserve to have a platform where all of the products from any distributor are in one place. You can compare the prices and the products. You get complete confidence in your distributor and have the ability to monitor all of your purchases i I highly um suggest this if you are in charge of ordering supplies to check it out. They have an amazing platform uh and it's just it's so nice to have it in one place and to know that you are doing a good job, you're doing the best job that you can when it comes to your supply budget and uh, your dentist will thank you you will thank yourself for checking it out because it is revolutionary guys well hi, Julie. How- Day. How are you? Good. How are you, Rhonda? Happy holiday hump
1: day. We're getting by by getting over the hump of the week, I guess.
0: I know, right? And humps happen no matter whether it's a holiday wow. week or not. And with full bellies back to work, right? <laughs> oh, man. You know, the hardest part about going back to a schedule is like telling your stomach that no, you are not hungry right now. Just because you've been grazing for the last four days does not mean it's lunchtime.
1: Exactly.
0: Exactly. <laughs> Although bring that stuff to work and get it out of the house. I know, right? <laughs> it's dangerous. That pecan pie. Oh, just sitting there taunting you in the Ugh. refrigerator. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your Christmas? Did you get any cool stuff? Let's do show and tell. Um, uh, let's <laughs> see. What
1: did I get? That was kind of cool. Pedicure and a manicure gift certificate, and I got some workout clothes. So I'm pretty simple, pretty basic. What'd you get? How'd the kids do?
0: Oh, dude, kids made out like bandits, of course. You know, they, it's Mm -hmm. just, it's crazy. Like we have to literally go through their room and get rid of toys just to make room for the new toys.
1: Oh, well, and you can donate the old toys.
0: Yeah, totally. Here's the deal though. Like with kids toys, like 90% of it is packaging. By the time they yes. get it out of the package, it's no, it's lost all of its flair.
1: <laughs> yep, I, like, I can. And then the hardest part is getting it out of the package, though. Oh. you ever try to get some of that stuff out of the Dude. package? And they got little rubber bands, little ties here. <laughs> get a screwdriver out. I'm like, seriously, <laughs>
0: it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. And they set these. And by the time from- you get it out, you're who wants to play with it? You're exhausted from trying to get it out of the box. <laughs> That is so true. They lock it in now. It's just crazy. Yes. It's crazy. Yes. Oh, gosh. So what do we have this week? Oh, man. Okay. So we actually had someone uh, contact us on Instagram. And okay. uh, it was really interesting. You know, this is a, uh, a choke point that I think every single dental assistant in the world has dealt with at some point or time. Okay. So she writes, yes. do you ladies have any tips on calling patients about unfinished treatment?" My doctor wants us all to make calls during our free time. I'm having a hard time coming up with the right verbiage. Oh, you know, this doesn't get covered Mm. enough, but we are asked a lot uh, to do this. You know, when the, when there's an opening in the schedule or, you you know, any downtime, the dentist of course says, Hey, all hands on deck. Let's get these patients with unscheduled treatment called, get them scheduled so they can come back in and fill up our book. But there's really not a lot of verbiage out there that specifically talks about this. So I think we could definitely help this girl out.
1: There isn't. Yes. And the the whole point of, you know, re reaching out to those people is because you don't want their health care that you've diagnosed or whatever you've recommended to go too long before it comes a bigger problem. And then it costs them more money. Right? Yeah. So use
0: key point words, right? (laughs)
1: Pain, yes. Money,
0: pain, convenience,
1: money, <laughs> convenience, time—all those factors. What I like to say, as you know, a dental assistant that does do this sometimes, um, is that we're calling because we're concerned about your oral health care, and that we notice that you haven't scheduled to have that work completed that doctor recommended. Um, how can I help you? Yeah. Do you have any concerns? So if you really play into, into, you know, we are truly concerned about you. How can I help you? We noticed you didn't schedule. What was the barrier? What was the issue? Then kind of focus on that. Well, it was a financial thing. Oh, well, Sally Sue up front can help you with that, but let me get you scheduled and then I'll take you up to her to get, you know, take you, switch you up there to get the financial end of it. Or if it was an insurance issue or a timing issue, or maybe they just didn't understand the treatment, right? How often do patients do not understand what we're recommending? So finding the verbiage that your doctor wants to convey to them, whether they say, well, I don't understand what a crown is, that assistant should be able to explain to that patient based on what the doctor, you know, his methodology behind it wants you to convey to them. So that's something we can learn, too, is, you know, by sitting down with your doctor and say, how do you explain the crown? How do you explain a root canal to a patient? How do you explain a composite, veneer, sleep therapy, anything? What do you think, Rhonda?
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's that's my, I have, like, top two, right? So that would be one of the ways that I address it. And the other one is, let's put the blame on us, regardless if there's a note in the chart that said patient canceled mm-hmm. because they had a flat tire or uh, patient cancelled because I just pretend it's not there, right, so when I call the patient, say, I am so sorry i have mm-hmm. i was just looking over your chart, I realized we don't have you scheduled for that m o one thirty and i am I'm truly sorry, I don't know how we dropped the ball, but i I definitely right. worried about you know that getting any bigger or costing you more money, so I've got my schedule open, and I'm going to take some time right now to look and see what's working for you and we'll get you placed in the schedule because i'm I'm just you know, like, I am so sorry that we don't have the scheduled. Because regardless, at the end of the day, you give them the power back, right? Mm -hmm. You put the blame on you, like, we dropped the ball, we don't have you scheduled. And uh, it gives them the control to be like, okay, they're thinking it through in their head. They're like, okay, why did I schedule or cancel my appointment? And then that gives them Mm -hmm. the opportunity to, you know, voice their choke points, you know, if it is a money thing, you know, it it just it opens the avenue and creates conversation from their way back in, instead of you like counting out oh, and saying like, get in my book, <laughs> <laughs> like food, get in my, get in my book. <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know it's that's my favorite way to do it because, like I said, at the end of the day, it's them having ownership over that appointment and then giving them mm-hmm. choice. I think it really that's a useful tool. And
1: often and oftentimes, whether it was their fault or our fault, there's barriers that we are not getting through to help them accomplish their goal and to help us accomplish our goal. So it's a kind of a joint effort to kind of meet in the middle so that we all accomplish the same goal. Yep. And that's having them have a healthy mouth, you know, decay free, back to normal function, all that type of stuff that's important to us. And I think it makes a better connection too when the dental assistant calls yes. or maybe the hygienist. It's hard sometimes when the front office being one that worked in the front office, because we weren't back there to listen to the onset of of what was going on, or we didn't see the x rays, you know, so we make a better connection, especially if we say, hey, this is Julie, your dental assistant, you know, last time you were in with Dr. Smith, you know, we noticed these areas and you know what, we're so sorry, we didn't get to get you scheduled, you know so it makes a better connection when it's, you feel like their personal concierge for their treatment. Yes. You know, you're helping them through the process and making sure that they, you know, dot all their I's and cross all their T's, you know? So,
0: yeah, it's gotta be an emotional thing, especially if people don't mm-hmm. understand the value of it and they don't realize the importance of decay, you know, cause we talk in a completely different language than what regular people hear.
1: <laughs> yes, Absolutely.
0: Like, dude, I always tell him, you know, I like, this is one of my favorite fallbacks. Like think of a loaf of bread, right? And you have, you open up this loaf of bread and one half is moldy, right? And the other half is totally fine. But do you ever notice that the mold is always the part that is one, one piece of bread that's moldy touching the other piece of bread next to it, that part gets moldy. And like, that's kind of how decay works. So if I have one tooth Mm -hmm. that has mold on it, the tooth that is touching it is going to get mold too. (laughs) <laughs> so eventually that could happen yes yeah mm-hmm. so just think about it as a loaf of bread you know if we have one cavity the chances are if that tooth touches another tooth it's going to spread next door so let's get it taken care of so that we don't double the needs of your mouth you know
1: <laughs> absolutely absolutely yeah <laughs>
0: so that's my favorite is moldy bread analogy
1: <laughs> that it's a great analogy and things like that help I think the um person that doesn't understand dentistry when we start using terms, you know, and it's understandable because I recently had a friend who called me, her dad was in a car accident and he has to have all these surgeries and they were talking way above her knowledge of medical, you know, and she said, uh, I have no idea. Can you bring it down to my level? And that's what she said to me. She was, I had to tell them to bring it down to my level so I could understand it. You know, and that's something it's true across the board, whether you're in dentistry or you're an orthopedic surgeon, it's, we have to convey our message so that people understand it because when they don't understand it, that's when we set them up for failure to not be able to get it done or just be the confusion level is still there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I like a lot of the dentists that are using like the analogies of the comprehensive exam, kind of like going into the Jiffy Lube. And they're going to do a whole workup over your whole car. You know, how's the tire pressure? What is the oil mm-hmm. like? What is your filter? You know, is it black or is it white? <laughs> you know, and that's the stuff that they get. And it makes sense because it's common knowledge. You know, dentistry is not right. common knowledge. But if you use stuff that everybody has to deal with in their life every day, the dots connect so much faster. Absolutely. And you struggle so much less. <laughs>
1: absolutely so true Uh, so true yeah so true well that's good well hopefully we gave her some good solid answers that she could go back with to her office and say this is how I'm gonna do it yeah yeah you know feel empowered and and also a system yeah yeah you want to have a system in place too that follows up with the treatment um so you're not hounding at the patient and they say finally tell you don't contact me again but something that, you know, three strikes and then we send you a letter or yep. maybe the next time you come in, we put it on the schedule that, hey, can you guys remind these um, patients that they have uh, unscheduled treatment to do? I mean, obviously, if they're in with the high dentist, they should know too. But something that it just feels more sincere than like repetition and that you just need to fill your schedule. Yeah, you don't So want to a good, it. solid <laughs> system. Yeah. And one person that really owns it because you don't want two people doing the same thing and then. Sally Sue calls. And then Amber calls the next day too, to the oh, same person. Yes. And the person's like, uh, yeah. And then they think we lack communication with amongst ourselves. Yeah, it so go a good solid system. <laughs> and mm-hmm, you know, it could,
0: and then prevent it on the, the front end, you know, every patient that walks out of your schedule, whether it's hygiene or operative, whatever, they have their next appointment scheduled period end dot. Mm-hmm. No one leaves that front door without accountability to where their next appointment is
1: (laughs) right absolutely and we can all be on board I mean
0: assistants play a role in that hygienist and front desk Mm -hmm. everybody even the doctor be like okay you know it's really great like with our doctors they'll be like oh you know as they're getting ready to say goodbye we'll see you um February 17th for your cleaning you know like they regenerate so it's really cool because then it's kind of like okay well you know it's date you don't want to break our (laughs) date there's an emotional attachment to it That we're all
1: looking at the same thing. Yep. And and it's all across and how we communicate with the others on our team. Because then if we carry the same message all across, the value stays where it needs to be. But if we don't, that's when it gets dropped. And like you said, the ball gets dropped. Yeah. Who dropped the ball?
0: Yeah. And then you're Mm -hmm. playing catch up. And then it's just Mm -hmm. more stress.
1: (laughs) It is. It is.
0: Okay. What did you have next on the agenda? Okay. So I don't have a particular post because there was, honestly, a gazillion of these over the last week. Let's yeah. just lay it out there. Okay, so the the common theme I saw on all the platforms in the last week or so was Christmas bonuses. This mm. is going to be a tricky one, but Julie, I think you and I, we can do this, right? We
1: can, <laughs> we can yeah, totally sure. conquer
0: this one without, like, ticking people off or sounding completely like we have no idea what we're talking about. But I think... I guess I'll go first because I'm really passionate about this. There were so many different opinions about Christmas bonuses. Like, Mm -hmm. it was gnarly. The people that were upset that they didn't get anything or the ones, you know, talking about how you shouldn't expect to get anything because you have a job. Like, it was Mm -hmm. wild. And every single person that I saw interacted with these posts because they all had their own opinions. And I guess at the end of the day, it comes down to, for me, I think no matter what career field you're in, if you work for someone and they don't show you any acknowledgement during a season like this, even if they're not religious per se or don't celebrate the holiday still, it's, 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 I think it's important that you show some type of appreciation and it doesn't have to be a new car, you know, you don't have to go Oprah style, right. But right. You know, some Some type of
1: acknowledgement, right. Acknowledgement. And I think, I think people value different things. So like what you might value as a Christmas bonus or what's important to you might be different from what I value. You know, it's, it's, everybody had valid points, I think on the conversation, About what they and I think it stems from what they value. So, some uh, feel appreciated by a dollar amount, some might be appreciative by a dinner or a night out, or some might be appreciative by just a hey, thank you for doing an amazing job. So, you know, a while back we had the thank a dental assistant day, which should be every day we should thank our dental assistants, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I think people have different aspect, um, expectations of how, what makes them feel valued. Um, often how I like to say a Christmas bonus should be one, it is a bonus. And I think, you you know, everybody should, it should be based on the profitability of the practice and do we have it in the profits with overhead and employees to give out a substantial bonus. And I think everybody should get the same bonus because it's a team effort. So what happens with teams that start getting divided is Sally Sue finds out that someone got a $500 bonus and the other person got a $100 bonus. Well, it's a team effort. I mean, if you just hired a new employee the week before, that's probably a little different story. But throughout the year, we've all contributed some way to the practice growth. Right? Yep. And... So I, th- I think team members want to be acknowledged. They want to be thanked in some shape, way, or form of just knowing that, that the doctor has that in his, in his mindset that he or she appreciates their team. Because without them, where would they be, right? Right. So I think it's, it's hard. It's hard to say that this should be the standard or that should be the standard I think it should be based on, like I said, the, the, the profitability and the success of the practice. I mean, if you're, the practice is in the red and barely scrape them by, how can we still show appreciation to our team, but maybe not so much in a dollar amount. So maybe like a nice dinner or gift certificates or something, you know, pay raises, something to show that appreciation. What are your thoughts?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I totally, like you said, it's the idea of like, what do you value? Do you value time Mm -hmm. together? Do you value words or, you know, just like acknowledgement? Let's have a sit down and talk about this and be transparent as a Mm -hmm. business owner, whether you're a dentist or not, be transparent with your team because they will get it instead of going on these platforms and bitching and moaning about what I didn't get. Like understand, Mm -hmm. tell your team, Hey, this is where we're at. This is our production goal we didn't quite need it this year. We don't, you know, we're going to push through next year. We're going to be balls to the walls and get it done. But instead of them going home saying, I didn't get this, I didn't get that. Like if you're transparent and you guys talk about it and say, okay, this is where we were, you know, this is what we have. And even, if, Hey, I can't afford to give you guys all bonuses, but I do want to take you to dinner. Um, you know, this is our budget for Christmas. How would you guys like to do it? Like I, I, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that's, that's key. That's key. Transparency. We are all doing this together. Everybody can love your baby just as much as you do, but we have to be informed so that we don't jump to conclusions.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's, and, and and that's, and I think, like I said, for me, it comes down to, I think people just want to be appreciated, know that they're appreciated and we shouldn't do it just one time of year. Right.
0: Right. Yep.
1: And because it, it, it's a, it's a five minute Insta, instant gratification moment. Like the person is happy for f- 10 to 15 minutes that they get that bonus. And then it kind of, the feeling goes away. Yeah. And then we're back at work today.
0: Yeah. And, and it's kind of like the kids and the toys for Christmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think
1: it should be a, a year long every day just show your team some kind before you leave at the end of the day, a thank you. Thank you for doing an amazing job. How can we do better? That type of appreciation. Because I think when you give that bonus at the end of the year or, or a bonus, monthly bonus, whatever type of monetary gift you give, it will, the feeling will last a lot longer than saying, oh, I just get a Christmas bonus. And that's when he shows appreciation. And then I got to go back to work on the 26th. You know, it's, it's, it's different for every team. I do think we should lessen the sharing of what we get only because I think people that get less, it makes them feel less appreciative and maybe they're not less appreciated. They just understand what I mean.
0: Yeah. So instead of thinking about what I did get, you think about what I didn't get.
1: Right. <laughs> like,
0: oh, <laughs> Sally Sue down the
1: office down the road got a $2,500 bonus and I got a 50. Yep. But I got to, you
0: know, it just takes but Sally of Sue off of it.
1: Right. And Sally Sue's doctor could be a jerk to work for. So would you rather work for a jerk and get $2,500 or would you rather work for your nice guy that you work for or woman or whoever and get $50? Yep. So we have to outweigh, we don't know, we're not in everybody's practices. We don't know their daily things that they deal with. So it could be the, you know, like I said, could be the most amazing practice ever and they get 50 bucks, but people from the outside are going to say, Oh, you only got 50 bucks for working there. That guy makes bank. That woman makes bank, you know, they don't get it.
0: Like you're not
1: in the practice every day. Yeah. that's a really good
0: point to highlight. Seriously. Like dental assistants, you guys listen to Julie. She knows what she's talking about. It's okay to be proud of what you got, but you don't have to compare. (laughs) My car is not better than your car. Yes, It gets us from A to B no matter what and maybe right. my car I mean, is more comfortable than your car it, it's it's good to
1: kind of see you know like the perks and benefits of working in in different types of practices but sometimes i feel like oh and then the person below them is like oh, i only got i didn't get anything i don't get any time off you know it's it's interesting every practice is different you know unless you work for probably a dso it's it's not going to be the same it, more private practices are different but it's just, it's interesting. And I think we all have different values of where you want to work, the hours you want to work, the, you know, how you feel appreciated. It it might be something different to you than to me, the next person. Yep. Yep.
0: And you know, and I don't, I think this is probably no matter how much we talk until we're like blue in the face there, there's going to be assistants in the world that are going to do this around this time every year, no matter what. (laughs)
1: yes absolutely it's
0: so sad I'm like it's
1: Christmas and you know what 2019 is coming yeah anytime is a good time for change I don't just say don't wait till the end of the year and your new year's revolution is going to be to get a new job and find a better dental office or you know elevate the one you work in or you know there's always no one you're not a tree you can move so it's there's always room for change. If today is the day you wake up and say, you know what, I am going to be better than I was the day before. I'm going to go to a different practice. Do it, get your resume together, get out there. There's thousands and thousands of dental offices across the country. And we haven't worked in every single one of them. Cause if we did our little legs and arms
0: would be tired, <laughs> but,
1: <laughs> but you know, you, you always want to make the day before better or the day after the better than the day before. Yes. So like I said, change you can change you can change anything yes even a light bulb it might take two people but you can change a light bulb (laughs) (laughs) one to hold the ladder because i'm short it's called teamwork julie (laughs) that's
0: right yeah sometimes goes out the window but it's teamwork (laughs) it's teamwork Mm -hmm. okay so before we check off i really want to talk about our sponsors for this week um you know Zen supplies reached out to us and uh I just, I thought maybe this would be a great opportunity to kind of tell the world what they are. I'm going to let you go first because you haven't actually worked with these guys, but you have. So please enlighten us. So they believe in getting organized
1: and it's with your inventory control. Controlling dental supplies and a budget is a thing of the past. With Zen supplies, you can finally save money to focus on your patients. So it is an inventory management control system that 90% of the offices out there that use it. It's controlled by the dental assistant. You can set a budget. You can load up the suppliers that you use. You can price compare and price shop. Not that some dental supplies companies might not be a fan of that, but it helps you maintain the budget from a doctor standpoint. They give you a budget and you don't overorder or you don't under order. Right. So it really helps focus and streamline the process in your office. They have an amazing um, dashboard, a support team, Tiger, the uh, founder, um, he does all the onboarding, he meets with the clients, he really is, wants it to work in your practice. So he is really focused on making sure it's implemented correctly, because that is the biggest thing with any type of um, online um, technology component that you use is the implementation. Right. Right. So there is a, it, you know, a lot of implementation that has to go on with it. You track your inventory, you, you, know, you log in your inventory, they show you how to set it up. But it really, really is helpful to keep an office on track with their budget, keep their pricing where it needs to be. I mean, because there's prices all over. I mean, I see it, you see it, everybody sees it. You can buy the same exact product from four different companies and it's four different prices. Yes. And that's hard because a lot of people are loyal to one company, which I love. And if you're loyal, you want to get the best pricing and you want them to be, you want to be the best customer, right? right. So I, you know, I do, I do am a fan of, you know, looking around, shopping around. I mean, it's just like you do in your personal attire. I see a jacket I like. I'm going to go to every single website that carries that jacket and find the best pricing and buy it from them. But if I can get it from my original person that I want at that price, I will stick to one supplier. So it's just, it's a great, great, great tool. Um, it allows for, you know, ease of the dental assistant because that can be stressful. You know, you have the hygienist, you have the doctor, you might have the front office team. Hey, hey, did you order, did you order, did you order? Well, you can pull up your dashboard and say, yep, it's right there. It's in the car. It's ready to go. Yeah. And you can see yep, it I'm in real time, right?
0: Isn't that the coolest part? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes. It's awesome. You know, and like I said, the, there's no contract for it. It's a month-to-month basis. Um, you can reach out to them at zensupplies.com. Check them out. Check out Tiger. You know, they have on social all their social media. And just ask them. They'll set up a demo for you. But they're really, they're really their whole purpose is to help dental assistants better control this from an overhead standpoint in the practice. Yeah. So, and it is hard to manage, you know, I always say like I went to one office and they had 22 boxes of profi because nobody was managing the system. They just felt like they kept running out, but there wasn't a system. So people just kept ordering Yeah, and, and that the- 150 some odd dollars, that's 22 boxes. That's a oh. lot of money sitting on your shelves and that's where product expires or they overorder and they don't return it. And then the doctor, you know, is complaining about the budgets. Yeah. You know, that's what happens.
0: And this will help you get to rockstar status, guys. As a dental assistant, if you're in charge of ordering, dude, look it up. Mm-hmm. Sendsupplies.com. Seriously. Because inventory and, and saving your doctor money is, you know, two rock star qualities. <laughs> All in one spot. Yeah.
1: <laughs> saving money is the key for your dentist. Yes. And
0: then Taffiness. it happens, It literally can, you can show your doctor. Budget. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> This is it. This yes. is where we're at. Like, and it's it's just it's a great tool, and it kind of reminds me of like almost like Amazon for dentists, <laughs> you know, where you can go in and it's all in one spot, and you know, quick click orders. Like, I love it. I love it. It's great because you know I don't I don't order anymore for my office, but. When I was in charge of it, it was back in the day when we all had catalogs. So I'd have like my fifteen catalogs, catalogs, yeah, clipboards, yes. And Mm -hmm. I feel like you know every page was dog-eared and it was just a mess. It was a mess. And I'm sure there's some dental assistants still kind of going old school and doing it the hard way. And to Mm -hmm. know that there's a platform out there like this for us, I mean, that's just going to shave off time and make you look like a rock star. Because they make it so easy to utilize. Like, I love it. I love it. <laughs> um, and they
1: also, I mean, like I said, most offices have iPads now. There's an app. You can load up the app for your dashboard. So it's, it's all at your fingertips. And, and like I said, any system in, the, in an office will work. Its implementation is the key. Yeah. But if there's technology attached to that system, it's 10 times easier. It's just utilizing it to the full potential. Yeah. So check out Zen. Zen out. Check out Tiger. Facebook um ask him about it. He'll tell you anything.
0: Sweet. All Sweet. right. Well, Julie, All thanks right. for helping me get over the hump of the week. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. I love our midweek jam and guys, seriously, like if you need to reach out to us, we have lots of ideas and we we're big talkers, so we will help no matter what the question is, or concern, or hump you're dealing with. Yes. Like, we are Let's get the over whole it together let's do it together (laughs) do it together all right Julie well you all right have a great Wednesday Wednesday. take care yes
1: you too (laughs) bye
0: bye Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. We are banding together to do better and be better. And that includes dental assistants getting over the hump of the week Wednesday. If you guys have any humps of your own that you need help with, feel free to reach out to us. DA Rockstars has a Facebook page. You can message through there. Dental Assistants Rock has a website. You can get to us through there as well. Here's the deal. There are no humps too small or too big that Julie and I aren't ready to tackle. So until next week, happy hump day.